You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you miss an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. It is February, which means it is Black History Month, and thanks to uh, one of the iHeart stations here in the iHeart family, we air across all the Indianapolis iHeart stations, Real 98.3, their website is real98.3.iheart.com, and they're running a promotion called Brilliantly Black, excuse me, Brilliantly Black highlights black businesses in the community, leaders, and uh, just people that are, are thriving in the black community and we are and this is presented by the United States Army. And so to kick this off, we have Staff Sergeant Destiny Harris and she is with the US Army Indianapolis Recruiting Battalion and their Metro North Company and she's a recruiter at the Indy North Recruiting Center up on Center Run Road if you want to stop by and I imagine after hearing her story you will. Uh, Destiny, first, thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. Why don't we start with where did you grow up and why did you join the Army? Well, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, so my name is Staff Sergeant Destiny Harris. I'm from Greenville, Texas. Uh, it's a little town, like 40 minutes away from Dallas, super small. Um, I ended up joining the Army because I come from a military background. My father served for 22 years and at the time of his retirement, I do have a large family, and me and my sister were graduating back to back. And so he was actually supposed to go on a deployment, but he ended up getting out of the military so that he could be there for her graduation and for my graduation. And for him to give up something like that, um, you know, for a ceremony that lasted 30 minutes in a room, hot auditorium, um, it meant so much to me, and I definitely wanted to give back to him. So... Honestly, I, I joined for him. Well, why was it impactful? What did you see growing up in his service that inspired you to join? Well, through being a military child, um, I've been able to travel. My dad got so many great uh, duty locations. We lived in Hawaii. We lived in Texas. We lived in Alaska. We lived in Germany. And it was always a experience, right? Everywhere you go, it's different culture. It's different people. And he always wanted to make sure that we were exposed to being well-rounded people. So he wanted to make sure we, you know, got to experience these things. And it's a lifestyle that I, you know, grew up in. So when it came time for me to graduate high school, I was like, do I go to college? College is kind of unknown to me. Um, or do I stay with the structure that I've always known and, you know, have thrived in? And so that's what I decided to do. I was like, we're gonna stick with the structure. You know, that's so interesting because when I think back to high school, my friends who joined the Army, the Navy, various branches of the services, it was an unknown for us. Like most of our friends had had parents that had gone to college and they wanted them to go to IU. And so it was sort of uh, like an like leaping into the unknown for a couple of my friends who walked into the recruiter's office and didn't know what was going to happen next. When you have somebody walk in to join the U.S. Army, what are... Like when you when you made that decision, when you walked into the recruiter's office, you know, what happens? What happens in the first few months uh, of joining the U.S. Army? 
Well, you know, the process is, is really simple. You just walk in and come see me. Um, but I, you know, I sit down and I really figure out what you want to do. Uh, the Army has over 150 jobs and there are so many different categories that you can get certified in and it really depends on what the person is trying to do. So if you come in and tell me, you know, you really want to work in the medical field, that's perfect. Why do you want to work in the medical field? What is your passion for working in the medical field? Then we can break down the jobs and look at, okay, have you ever considered this? Have you ever considered that? Or if you're someone, I like to work with my hands. I like vehicles. I like cars. We have so many different types of mechanics that, you know, it's easy to, maneuver the conversation to fit the person because at the end of the day we want you to be happy with your job right because nobody wants to be in a job that they're unhappy with they're going to that same nine to five and they're like oh i gotta get up like that no every day i'm passionate about coming here i'm passionate about my actual job in the army which is a 74 delta a chemical biological radiological nuclear specialist try saying that three times fast <laughs> <laughs> and I'm enthusiastic about it. I received accolades. I've gone to training. I've got to travel and train in Canada. I've traveled and I've trained in South Korea. Um, I've trained in Santa Fe and all these different places. And those are opportunities all afforded to me from the Army. Yeah, so let's, let's hop back into your story. What did you want to do when you're sitting across from the recruiter? What did you decide to do? And then what happens next? For you. So you come in, uh, you know, you take a practice test uh, and that kind of gives us an idea of what you would score on the official test, which is called the ASVAB test. Um, it's basically like an aptitude test. It kind of tells us, you know, are you strong in reading, are you strong in math, are you good at paragraph comprehension? Um, and then from there, we set up for you to take the actual test. Um, once we get your official scores back, that opens so many different doors for you because some jobs go off one particular score called a GT score and then others go off things called line scores. So again, you know, it falls into that. Are you good at math? Are you good at mechanics? Are you good at communication skills? Are you better at science? All of those things start to come into play. Then we're able to figure out jobs for you and kind of figure out what would you like to do? You know, are you considering active duty, the full time, you know, full travel benefits side of the army? Or are you considering, you know, the reserves? You want to go to school and you want to get that extra training, those extra benefits, but you want to stay within about a 50 mile radius of where you are now. That's totally fine. Both options are great and both options will get you great jobs on the civilian sector as well. So where did you go to basic training and what was that experience like? So I went to basic training at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. It is a small base in the middle of St. Roberts, Missouri. Uh, it is, uh, it's just like it sounds, it's lost in the woods. <laughs> um, I went there for my basic and my AIT um, and it was great. At first I was real nervous going there again, you know, I'm used to the army life, but I'm not used to being a soldier at that point. Um, so I was, you know, everything was foreign really, but you get there, you know, everyone's like, oh, the drill sergeants are probably yelling in your face and you're doing a thousand push-ups a day. It's not like that. Hmm. Um, yes, you do do push-ups. Don't get me wrong. And they will get in your face if you need someone to get into your face, but it's all to make you a better soldier, to get you mentally strong, physically fit, and to transition you from being, you know, that high school senior or that civilian 
into being a soldier. It is a different mindset. Well, talk about that mindset. I mean, you know, are, you know, those of us who haven't served think of, you know, uh, Clockwork Orange and Arlie Ermey and like you said, screaming in the face and a million push-ups and just a lot of physical exercise. But talk about some of the other things that happen at uh, basic training and what does it mean to be a soldier in 2021? Well, definitely um, everyone has a different experience, right? And with everyone coming from different backgrounds, the experiences at basic training will vary. But for like me specifically, um, things like independence, right? Coming from a larger family, I am the uh, fifth child of seven. So there wasn't exactly a lot I had to do on my own as far as like, you know, laundry and sorting clothes and being accountable for myself there was always somebody there to be like you know destiny you should have been here or don't forget you're supposed to do this or you know i already did the clothes or things like that at basic training is all about finding yourself and understanding how you becoming a better version of yourself benefits everyone in the group because if i'm working on being the best me I'm already benefiting you if you're working on being the best you. Now we're the best together. And so while you're there, you know that you you get some breakthroughs. You really do. You find out not every 18-year-old knows how to do laundry. You find out not everyone um, is able to manage their money because you are getting paid while you're in basic training. And they do allow you to go to the shopette, which is kind of like... Um, I say it's like the Dollar General of the Army, pretty much, is what the shop it would be like. So, you know, they let you go there to get your soaps, to get your deodorant, your shampoos, and things like that. And you find out really quickly, some people have never had to do that, because there's always been somebody there to do it for them. So, it, it, it's definitely a, a an uncomfortable growth. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, so once you graduate basic, you know, and that's, this is the funny thing about it. it. All my friends, once they left basic, they settle into almost conventional lives in a lot of ways. So what, when you graduate, what job are you doing and where, and then what are some places that you lived over the course of your career? Because how long have you been in the military? Uh, I just hit six and a half years on Monday. So I've been in for six and a half years, um, and I made staff sergeant in under five. So for a lot of people, that's really unheard of. I'm what the Army considers to be a fast tracker. But again, it's easily attainable for anybody. I did what I was told. I put in the effort. You know, I hit the ground running from day one, and I've been running ever since. Uh, so what, what jobs did you perform, and where have you lived? So... I have been, uh, being a 74 Delta, which is a chemical specialist, um, there's different levels to being a chemical specialist. So I've been on uh, decontamination teams. I've been on sampling teams. Uh, I've been on initial entry teams. I've worked with EOD techs. I worked with Korean special forces. Um, I went on a mission about three years ago, um, the NTNF mission which is basically just a large task force um, that has a 24-hour response to any big hazard in the world. So if there would have been like a mass hazard spill or, uh, you know, unfertile lands that had some type of substance on top of it, we would go and analyze that. And that was something I did while I was at Fort Carson, Colorado, which is in Colorado Springs. 
Um, and I loved it there. I would definitely go back to Colorado Springs. Um, I just moved here from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is right there on the border of Clarksville, Tennessee and Oak Grove, Kentucky. While I was there, I was actually in an engineer battalion. So being a 74 Delta, although that is my official job, I'm able to be placed with whoever needs me for my uh, for my services pretty much. So. And by the way, we are talking to Staff Sergeant Destiny Harris of the U.S. Army Indianapolis Recruiting Battalion's Metro North Company. You can stop by and see her at 8233 Center Run Road in Indianapolis. Or you can go to GoArmy.com slash Indianapolis or text NDBB to GoArmy. You know, as a black woman, what benefits, if if you were to speak to other black women... Why should they join the Army, and how has that benefited your life from that perspective? Well, definitely um, from being an African-American woman, um, I feel that it allowed me many avenues of as far as, like, education. Um, Typically, you find that um, people my age, people who are 18, you know, 19, and they're in that in-between stage, they either are for certain they're going to college or they're unsure about what they're going to do. They're just going to keep working. The Army gave me a different avenue. It allowed me to, you know, leave my parents home at 18 and know that I'm going to be okay. And that is, you know, one of the things a lot of people are, you know, concerned with. They don't know if they're going to be okay. The Army teaches you everything that you need to know, and they're going to take care of you. My housing was paid for. My I've never paid a water bill until I moved here because I just bought my house. Oh, I've never paid a water bill. I never, you know, paid electric. Um, they provide you a dining facility. And it's just things that you just, things you don't think about. At 18, I wasn't thinking about how much health care cost or did I need to have any. I wasn't thinking about how many times I need to go to the dentist or is someone going to tell me I need to go to the dentist? Um, it, it's just so many things that in that transition, because I know society says that at 18, you're an adult, but there are so many things that there, you know, are left uncovered, I guess would be the word to use. But specifically being an African-American woman, I feel like it gave me um, a connection to my community. Um, being that I am a military kid and I did move a lot, um, you do interact with different people. And as a teenager, just to be honest, you know, identity is something that many teenage kids struggle with. So it helped me figure out who I want to be, stuff that I like, stuff that I don't like, stuff that I'm going to tolerate, stuff that I'm not going to tolerate. Um, being in the military, I was shy in high school. And when I joined the Army, you can be shy for a little bit, but after a while, you're going to have to say something. You're just going to have to just scream it out or yell it out or I don't know. You just have It's just a change that happens because I went from this shy, timid high schooler who would, you know, move five feet out the way so that I didn't like bump into anybody to now the military bearing that I have. I command a room when I walk in. It's not me moving out the way for other people. It's them moving out of the way for me. Well, that's tremendous, and I appreciate your perspective, and I thank you for your service. And just quickly, one last pitch for why people ought to join the U.S. Army. I feel like people should join the Army because it is 
a lifestyle change. Like I said, you know, there are some people who are comfortable where they're at now, and that's totally fine. But if you're looking for that excitement, because we have airborne, we have aerosol, we have rangers, we have special forces, you know, you want to jump out of a plane? Come see us, right? If you don't want to jump out of a plane, that's totally fine too. Still come see me, because there are so many different avenues for you to achieve things in life. Like for me, I have a associate's degree from Southern New Hampshire University, and it was completely paid for by the Army. And I'm currently in school right now getting my second degree, again, completely paid for by the Army. And that is something that, you know, a lot of people are not afforded that opportunity as well. So even if you're not wanting to stay in for 20 years and retire, if you do a three-year contract, if you do a four-year contract, you get those educational benefits, you get that health care benefits, the dental if you have a family, they'll be taken care of. We have programs for you to go to school that will cover you while you are transitioning out of the Army, the post-9-11 GI Bill, the Montgomery GI Bill, and there's a long list of other ones that will assist you into getting where you need to be. Honestly, I would say if you're out there and you're thinking about joining the Army or you have long-term goals, Come see if we can be a stepping stone for you because it is a great stepping stone. It is a large stepping stone and it will set you up for whatever you want to do. All right. Well, you obviously have heard why you should go see Staff Sergeant Destiny Harris down at the Indy North Recruiting Center on Center Run Road or check out GoArmy.com slash Indianapolis or text NDBB to GoArmy. Uh, Staff Sergeant Destiny Harris, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope to see you in my office. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please email Gabby at nowhearthisindy at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we will be back again next weekend with Now Hear This. We Are Libertarians Plus members enjoy many benefits like exclusive bonus shows like Build the Wall and Ideological Origins, lifetime access to my exclusive private newsletter at chrisspangle.com, early release of episodes with commercial-free shows, and a full feed of the show with 700 more episodes than you can find in the public feed. You'll also get merch and the opportunity to be a guest on the show. Most importantly, Wall Plus members support a new generation of opinion journalists by bringing an independent libertarian perspective to the news. Enjoy these benefits immediately by visiting joinwallplus.com.